Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hey, everyone. We are back with a new episode this week. Before we get into that, I did just want to hop on and acknowledge what's happening in Iran. Obviously, as an Iranian, I'm extremely affected by this, but I think we all are. This is a huge human rights issue. I think it's very important for especially non-Iranians to help amplify Iranians' voices right now. There is no internet access. I've been trying to get in touch with family in Iran. My WhatsApp messages aren't getting through. That means a lot of the footage for the protests, like what's being done to suppress them, isn't making it out of the country. And every little bit of help spreading awareness does help. Iranians right now are just begging be our voice we can't help in any other way really there are such limiting sanctions on iran we're not able to send money if anyone is collecting money don't send it because it's impossible to even get money to the country so really all we can do is highlight spread their messages repost reshare talk about it this is truly the biggest feminist uprising of our time happening right now. It's been 43 years in the making. Iranians are fed up. For the first time, men are standing with gender minorities in speaking out, putting their lives on the line just for basic human rights, to be able to walk down the street without a compulsory mandatory hijab, to be able to sing. Women aren't allowed to sing in Iran, to be able to just live So we're just trying to help in any way we can. We're sharing stuff on our social media, and we hope that you do too. That really is all we can do right now. You can follow the hashtags Masa Amini, Woman Life Freedom. You can go to my Instagram. I will not stop posting about it. Just help get the word out. Okay, let's dike out. Are we afraid that Taylor Swift is going to come out on her next album just to put the focus back on her? Are we afraid? Like, I mean, Shannon's I'm so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon's so hot. Oh my god. Taylor's next album. <laughs> I'm diking out, you're diking out. Let's dike out together. See what it's all about. Diking out, diking out, diking out.
Hi, and welcome to Diking Out, a podcast that believes there's no place like home if home is a safe space. I'm Carolyn Bergier. I'm Melody Kamali, and today we're diking out with comedian and filmmaker Kendall Payne. And friend! Yes, and also, that was rude of me to say there's no place like home when you're still not home, Melody. I'm so sorry. I was like, what the fuck, dude? I'm still in L.A. very I just, personal. right before we recorded, kept saying, God, I can't wait to get home, Carolyn. I'm like, really fading hard like what the hell (laughs) i know that was my own personal exhale it's good to be home anyway we do have some announcements now that we're going to be in new york both at the same time soon we have shows coming up real fast that we're just posting about now because we're behind on everything we are back at stonewall finally we haven't been there since july may May? since our alana glazer seriously (laughs) Oh, no. Maybe we, we were there July. We were there July. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we July. I take it back. We were there July. We we're off August, September. Okay. We're back October 10th, which is a change. Usually we're the last Monday of the month. We're changing up a little bit. And what's the next show after that Ooh, at Stonewall? The next one's a good one. We have been asked to be a part of the New York Comedy Festival. We're going to be doing a special New York Comedy Festival edition of Diking Out at Stonewall. Lineup to be announced. We can reveal a headliner, though. And you guys know her from this podcast, even. It's Judy Gold. Judy Gold our comedy. Favorite our yes, favorite Leslie comedy legend. Leslie legend. We love her. And, you know, if comedy or Manhattan isn't your thing, well, we will be in Brooklyn at Come On Everybody, our favorite Brooklyn venue. Throwing a Y2K, 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 karaoke party. Yes, we have now, I think, officially, this will be our third one. We are karaoke jockeys now. I love it. (laughs) You know, sometimes you want to get on stage and just sing a song and not do your comedy set. And that's what these karaoke parties are about. I love not doing comedy sometimes yes yeah october 15th at come on everybody and listen here's the thing the time slot that they give us is 7 to 10 do people want to do karaoke at 7 p.m not many of us but if you want to get your song in because it really gets like crazy by the end and this is how like every karaoke night anywhere is it's like you go there it's a few people going up whatever and then all of a sudden it's packed and everybody's trying to get their song in and trying to go up and then it's it's just too hard to get everybody so get there as close to seven as you can yeah for y2k claim bye 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 before i do or you'll have to say bye 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 to your moment in the spotlight and you might have to sing a backstreet boys song team and sing for life You know, last time, nobody (laughs) wanted to go up and get things started. So I bit the bullet and I'm like, all right, I'm going to sing Tracy Bonham's Mother, Mother. As I'm up there, somebody requests Mother, Mother. Somebody or five people. And then people kept requesting it and had to be like, no. Uh, (laughs) Yep. That's it for our announcements for now. Okay, so can I ask? Because I've been dying to. Yeah. Carolyn, mm-hmm. what's the gayest thing you did this week? I mean, it has to be Dinah Shore related. I know, like, when we're recording, it, it's 
still in the previous week, but what's the gayest thing at Dinosaur? So many things, though I do have to say that I went to a second location with a queer polycule. And does it get gayer than that? So, Melanie, when you were overheating and sweating from body parts you didn't know you had. I showed uh, you my shin sweat beads. (laughs) My knee sweat. Not back of the knee sweat. Kneecap sweat. (laughs) It was Niagara Falls. Okay. (laughs) I I was barely, yeah, barely surviving that. Niagara Falls. I got it. That's the favorite thing I've ever said. Okay. Uh, Got it. So Melody left and I run into somebody who I ran into, I think the day before. And it was somebody who recognized me from Love's a Pitch, my queer dating show, because they had come to a couple of them. So I was so excited about that. Shout out to Chelsea, if you're listening. So Chelsea had told me that her and her wife came to Dinosaur because they're hot neighbors told them to come Hmm. so i'm like okay and they're like oh my hot neighbors are here i'm like oh i want to meet the hot neighbors so then i meet some friends of theirs that they all kind of came with and knew and it was this other couple now i'm not sure if they were married but then they had other friends there everybody was so nice and we were all talking and talking 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 and then they're like you know we hear there's a long line for the bathroom we're all going to go back to one of our rooms and use the bathroom and have some drinks do you want to come i'm like sure so on the way there i'm asking this other couple so like how do you know everyone and it's like okay well we're together we're married and then these are our girlfriends and just pointed to like a few people <laughs> and then like within the girlfriends it's like well they're a couple and like i'm like oh it's my first queer polycule that i'm like <laughs> hanging out with i've heard of these things but i've never irl well, I, I just assumed that you just thought I'm polyculing all over the place? Yeah. No. no. No, absolutely not. And it was so nice to see. So we were up in the room, you know, again, just like all getting to know each other and stuff. And just I still don't know like exactly who's with who, but it was like a lot of like, you know, caressing and like nice touches and like sweet cheek kisses from like various people. And they all looked so cozy and like they were all having a great time and they're all beautiful and I loved it. I was so glad that I followed these people I just met back to the hotel room to learn more about them and use their bathroom, get a drink. Oh, and a crazy thing that one of them, we were talking and I was explaining why Cecilia wasn't a dinosaur. And I said, oh, we were just in Europe for two weeks. And she was like, we were just in Europe for two weeks. I was like, yeah, we, you know, we were in Nice and around the French Riviera visiting my dad. And then we went to... Capri and she's like stop it this person was in Nice the same time and then went to the Amalfi Coast and we're like comparing pictures we were like in the same cities like insane right gay minds think alike I guess so this blew my mind we were like this is crazy I'm like this was meant to be for us to meet that yeah just some non-monogamous dykes liking the same kind of vacations meeting up at dinosaur Mm. it's a lesbian fairy tale okay it was melody what's the gayest thing that you did 
this week? I mean, I'm monogamous. So what I love about my feisty, jealous girlfriend is she knew I was at Dinosaur, so I got extra nudes sent to me. <laughs> <laughs> was enjoying that. When she would see on Instagram stories, if we were in a sexy environment, bam, titty pics. If we're out at night at the gay bars, an ass pic. So that was incredible glad i didn't shout out to Allie. <laughs> screw your phone to look at the dyna pics <laughs> <laughs> oh man i'm sorry i was i just got distracted thinking of a particular one um <laughs> and what else well since carolyn you went to last week for dyna i can go to the week before oh that are those the rules okay yep because we haven't recorded a new episode, okay. so I bet people were like just like dying, wondering like what was the gayest thing I did? You know, the week of the ninth. Can't wait to see how you're gonna make this gay. Let's let's hear it. Let's go. I within 24 hours of landing in Los Angeles, found myself at a laser away med spa, marked up for my first Botox consultation with Butch non-binary Dyke Ever Maynard. <laughs> So is that what makes it gay? That yeah, I went with a lesbian. Let me explain. Ever, <laughs> I, I really am enjoying LA. I think it would ruin me. Like, I'm just like, people I didn't expect who are, you know, thinking about Botox, fillers. Like, it's just, it's a thing. And mm -hmm. I, I never thought about it. And then suddenly I'm in a chair and there's chalk all over my face. And I'm being told about my very strong 11 lines. You know what the 11 is? Yes, I know. I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> It was just like we were having coffee and I was like, I think I might want to get Botox, like maybe preventative, but I'm thinking here and here. And then I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you should do it. And then we're in the car, like already on our way. We had an appointment booked. I chickened out at the last minute and didn't get it, but ever did. It was just weird because they the, the girlies working there did not understand gender diversity. Like they mm. would not stop. Like I walk in and they're like, Melody, right? And ever, is she parking the car? I was like, oh, it's actually they, them. I was like, they're, yeah, they're coming. They're just parking the car. And just no matter how many times I tried, like ever walked in and they kept, they're like, ladies, are you ready oh for God. your, like, and I was like, God damn it. Like I just said, and then ever goes to the bathroom and I walk up and I'm like, Hey, actually it's they, them. And she just goes, <laughs> right. Like she didn't understand me and thought I was making a joke and she tried to laugh it off. It was so bizarre. But ever is so butch and mask presenting. I know. I know. I couldn't tell what was going on. Her face was so frozen. She is definitely okay. taking advantage of the free services. Course, I was yeah. like, does she know what's happening? I couldn't read her by design. Yeah. And <laughs> it was weird because I thought she was so much older than me. And she was like, yeah, like I started getting baby Botox like in my mid 20s. And now right. like I don't have any lines. And I was like, oh, do you mind me asking? She's like, and I'm, I'm about your age. I was like, how old are you? She is my age. She was 33. I was like, you look terrible. Um, and is this bad? Is this body shaming? I don't know. I just thought it was hilarious to be there with my best butch getting marked up. Ladies, ladies, ladies. Ever was laughing it off and was like, you don't have to keep trying. Like, they're just, they're yeah. not going to get it. Yeah. And it's just crazy because, like, my Iranian dad gets it. Like, my foreign dad who doesn't understand 
what's going on with the community, but knows when I say ever is they them. Like I accidentally misgendered because I'm getting used to I've known ever for 13 years. And I was talking to my dad about ever and accidentally misgendered. And he like screamed at me. Nah. And he was like, it's they them. So like, how come these girls in a major city in LA don't get it? Yeah. It was bizarre. Anyways, that's the case. <laughs> I'm shy. I just went to Dinosaur and I was like, let me talk let me talk about Botox. Well, I do feel like there is like a lot of people don't expect mask and trans mask queer people to get Botox or want Botox because that's seen as feminine. But I actually know a lot. I would say of the sample I know of queer people who either have expressed wanting Botox or who have gotten it. The majority of them are mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I posted about it like with my face all marked up. I was like, I haven't even been here a day and I'm already doing this. And of all the dykes that reached out, I was surprised at, I don't know, the diversity of people who get it. Yeah. It's just something I never thought about. Yeah, I, th- I think it's interesting because I think that a lot of people think like, oh, you're masked so you can shed all of the pressures and beauty yeah. norms put upon us. But it's like, no, we're still, no matter your gender, yeah. we're still in a ageist uh, society. So Right, especially in this town. In LA. God damn. Yeah, especially if you're an entertainer. And, and I think that's also the thing too. It's like my sample size is a little bit skewed because it's people in entertainment. And that's why they're getting Botox. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I guess you made it gay. Well, speaking of gay, let's get into our interview. Today, we are diking out with comedian and filmmaker Kendall Payne. She directed, co-wrote, and co-produced Fuck Nice Guys, a short film that was nominated for Best Web Series and TV Pilot at Indie Short Fest. She also has a monthly show called Slumber Party at Union Hall with friend of the pod, Jess Henderson. And maybe you've seen her as perhaps the most chaotic panelist on my Loves a Pitch queer dating show. And of course, she's diked out with us several times before. Let's go, lesbians. Kendall Payne, welcome back to Diking Out. It's been a while. It's been a minute. I love Diking Out. Thanks for having me. Here you are with the back of your Zoom blurred. And yeah. I can only imagine you're working on a top secret TikTok. <laughs> we know what that is. We've seen that whiteboard. Yeah. I mean, Kendall, we're friends on Be Real, and there have been some backgrounds. I don't know if it was intentional or not, where you can see the makings of the next a lesbian flow chart oh you know yeah i love to put little little drops on every social media app little <laughs> exclusive behind bts of the process of the whiteboard no the whiteboard is actually blurred because i have a job and i always have it blurred so i i <laughs> fair, like when fair. i take my zoom calls at work like i have to blur out my like background so that they're not like wait what's that about lesbian drama they think it's that work and you're just like so on it employee of the month they're they're like you're so good at security yeah (laughs) wait exactly let's back up for those who don't know what flow charts we're talking about fair i mean if you haven't seen kendall's viral tiktoks are you even lesbian if you haven't seen them i mean i mean it leads (laughs) us to our first question for you which i think is related to this but Kendall, what is the gayest thing you did this week? 
Well, if you're referring to hang out with Fletcher, that was last week. Whatever. But... Okay. Okay. We'll get to that then. What, what was it this week? What was it this week? The gayest thing I did this week was be in the New York Times for being gay and doing the gay whiteboard, viral whiteboard. Um, Yes. Yes. We crossed into mainstream media and I was in the famous New York Times for my lesbian TikTok uh, drama series. For being the what? Perez Hilton? I'm not the Perez Hilton. That's actually Kale's. Let's give it up to her. Um, But I'm sort of just slightly mentioned in the article but that's still freaking cool but in in the context of king princess too right true exactly yes king princess did duet my first video and that is quoted in the new york times she's quoted in the new york times article did you have to change your underwear after she did a duet with your tiktok like what what was the reaction there I can't imagine that that was expected. It wasn't expected. My reaction definitely wasn't uh, being wet, I'll say. I don't like <laughs> much love to King Princess, but she's not really my type. I meant peeing yourself, um, Kendall. <laughs> Stop being such a pervert. Yeah, right. Don't You don't backtrack. <laughs> yeah, stay firm to that. Come on. Um, no, I. she's not really my type, but she's honestly love her music big fan so it was cool yeah it was crazy i think one of my friends was like um king princess just duetted your video and i was like cool weird okay because it was like early on before it went like major major viral and i was like that's kind of crazy oh and then g flip uh and chriselle duetted it which was no what made my parents think it was uh important yeah <laughs> because my parents are big selling sunset fans wow and they were like that's Whoa, what chriselle duetted your video <laughs> <laughs> oh i missed that yeah it was crazy but yeah i did i was in the new york times this week and my dad texted me and he was like Hey, congrats on uh, the mainstream media uh, covering you from your TikTok. And he was like, also, can you buy your Thanksgiving flights? I was like, great. Awesome. So glad you're so proud of me. Your your dad and my mom are the same. I'll be like, did you listen to the Rosie episode yet? Uh-huh. Um, do you remember where I put that? I'm like, what? <laughs> Like literally I interviewed Rosie O'Donnell and you're not and you're like worried about where your laundry is. Yeah. Crazy. Do your parents understand the like the TikTok and the and the significance? Because I feel like when people aren't in the know and you try explaining this to them, like even me trying to explain Fletcher Becky drama to other lesbians like this past week. I feel like an insane person. I feel like I have a tinfoil hat on because I just get like really into it. And they're like, I don't understand 90% of what you just said. Like, (laughs) yeah, my parents definitely don't understand, but they are supportive. They're like, that's so cool. But they're like, I don't get it. Like I tried to, I had a TikTok uh, recently with Fletcher and I uh, was trying to explain to my mom um, the concept for the video that I pitched to Fletcher while while we were there. And I was like, yeah, so I'm going to do this and this. And she was like, huh, well, I don't get it, but it sounds like it'll be good. And I was like, okay, <laughs> well, that didn't make me feel great. But <laughs> no matter what, they understand numbers and they can see you can point to those and being like, that's how many yeah. people saw it. <laughs> 
they aren't my parents are famously on tiktok but my dad's what? on like the side of tiktok yeah they they like are on tiktok my dad is on the side of like just like those crazy viral videos that are just like same actually my dad too just like crazy he'll send me the craziest most random tiktok you've ever seen in your entire life yeah it's like <laughs> it's wild it's like bollywood music over like a toddler <laughs> running around with a chicken like <laughs> right it's like someone face planting into like a cement wall and he's like this is hilarious and yeah. i'm like okay <laughs> are they okay i feel like it's just the tiktoks that are featured on cnn like when CNN right. just says filler content and then all of our parents are like, let me look this up. Like, yeah. I mean, Ellen's off the air, so we, we got to get our cute right. kid content and somewhere. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So you met Fletcher on the set of the L word. I did. Yes. And then Fletcher takes the time to make a bunch of TikToks with comedians. Yes. Well, it was kind of like they asked her to. I mean, right. but that was great. <laughs> she was like, guys, guys, gather around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, she was actually she was so nice. She did recognize me from the whiteboard video, like yes. pretty immediately. It was really funny. Yeah. So the L word like saw my TikTok and was like, you got to come out to L.A. And we're shooting with Fletcher, like come shoot some content. Um, so I went out to LA and yeah, I met Fletcher immediately. She was like, she heard me talk. She was like, wait, whiteboard. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she was like, oh my God, you wouldn't believe how many people sent me your video. And I was like, oh my God. But yeah, she was super chill. She was actually the one that was like, immediately like, we have to make a TikTok. So she's definitely like with it and like wants to be I mean, you know, she's a part of the drama as much as anybody else. Like she's of course in a major way. Yeah, in a major way. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was crazy. It was it was a wild week, um, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I got to see the L word being shot, which is wild. And that's kind of all we can know, huh? That you were there. That's all you can know. I was there. Fletcher was there. You were on the set. <laughs> Oh, the L word. I was on the set. I know I can't spill any more tea or Showtime will come after me. No, I'm kidding. I don't, but I, yeah, I can't say, I can't say anything else. Yeah. Was it very quick? Cause I was, you were like, let's hang out. I'm bored. I had no idea you were in LA. Was it a last minute thing? Then I saw you had your union hall show like the next day or something like. <laughs> no, it was so last minute. They like, so they called me and were like, we want you to come out to LA. And then they were like in a week. And I was like, okay, great. I'm there. Like, I'm not going to say no to going to LA to hang out with Fletcher on the L word. And I was like, I'm there. The next day I sprained my ankle playing ultimate Frisbee, which is about the gayest it gets gayer. way yeah. you can sprain your ankle. <laughs> and I was, it was so bad. I thought that it was broken. I made my girlfriend drive me to the hospital at 10 p.m. because I was playing in an ultimate frisbee league at 10 p.m. And Is that why you sprained it? You couldn't see? It was pouring rain. Oh, it's pouring rain. It was it was pouring rain. It was nighttime. I sprained my ankle so bad I can't walk on it. I'm crying. I'm sobbing. Everyone's like, are you okay? I'm like, I have this really big job opportunity and now I can't walk. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> It was, I'm like sobbing. Everyone's like, okay. I'm like, I can't tell anyone what it is, but it's really big. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then they're like, okay. 
and made my girlfriend drive me to the hospital. She was just like there to support me and watch it. Thank God she was there. But she was like having a relaxing evening, was not prepared to like drive me to the hospital. She's freaking out. We get there. Luckily, it was not broken. Thank God. And But it was like a really, really bad sprain. And they put me in a boot. I couldn't walk for like days. I'm like, do I tell them? I'm like, should I tell the L word? Like, I, what am I going to do? Am I going to be able to walk in a week? And so I'm like, the whole week, I'm like propping my foot up and like icing it and just like staying off it. I'm like, I'm going to be able to walk by the L word like this. I'm like, <laughs> like I got to walk by the L word. And like every day I'm getting like a little bit better, but it's like not a lot, you know, like I'm still very much in like hobble mode. And so mm. then the, the like I end up telling them, I'm like, I'm in a boot like but like you know can I still come and they're like of course I'm like freaking out thinking they're gonna be like no you can't be on set and it's like what they were like no yeah you're fine come like what are you talking about like we have a TikTok dance we want you to do actually and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they they know. love they love representation on Gen Q, and right. I haven't seen a boot on it yet. So, hey. <laughs> so they're like, so they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I like get to LA. I'm still in the boot. I go to set. I'm like, I'm gonna be boot girl. Everyone's gonna like be like, oh, look at that girl in a boot. Nobody even notices. Like literally, I was there for two days. I was like, I was there for two days. The first, the second day, I come back and people are like, "Oh, were you wearing that yesterday?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> like nobody cared at all that I was like in a boot. Uh, but anyway, it was all it was all fine. But it was really fast. I did hit up Melody when I was in LA. We didn't end up hanging out, but I was like, "We're both in LA. Hello. We're both gay and in LA. I know. Like, let's hang out." But you should have come to the Dinah. Oh, I know. God, how was it? Tell me everything. Was it everything you dreamed of and more? I don't know Can what you talk I about expected. It? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we went there so that we could talk about it. And we haven't talked about it yet because we kind of took a little break from recording episodes. But I mean, it was mostly what I thought it would be. I think my biggest surprises were way more couples. Yeah. It felt like oh, so many couples there and less of like a singles meet market vibe. I'm sure people were like meeting and hooking up, but it seemed more like a lot of couples and a lot of friends. Everyone was way nicer than I thought I would be. And that's just based on misconceptions where people told me that Dinosaur was kind of like clicky and that like... That's what I hear about LA lesbians. Yeah. yeah. Everybody was so nice. Like everybody was so friendly. I didn't have any like awkward moments where I'm like, Oh, I don't know who to talk to here. Like you could talk to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Can I say what was surprising? Becky was there. I heard, I heard. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I heard. Do we have any insight as to whether Becky and Fletcher crossed paths? No, we, Becky was there on Sunday, at least, because Becky seems to be friends with Zolita, who performed at the Sunday pool party, and Fletcher was right. there to headline perform Saturday night. Okay, wait, for our listeners who, because I know even in our Fletcher videos, when I asked the Becky question to, to Fletcher, some people are like, who's Becky? Kendall, since this is your expertise, can you do like a very quick explanation of like Fletcher <laughs> Becky for anybody who needs to catch up? Because I think we only talk about this on our Patreon apps. Oh, yeah, that's true. 
Oh, I would love nothing more than to give a quick, a quick explanation. This is my expertise. This is my moment to shine. I mean, check out the TikTok too. We'll link the TikTok. Check out my TikTok, but I'll do a, a quick Cliff Notes version just of like the Fletcher Becky drama, which is that Fletcher is a famous lesbian musician. We all know her, correct? <laughs> um, and she used to date this girl named Shannon Beveridge, who was a famous lesbian YouTuber. I was a huge fan of Shannon back in the day, um, when back when we didn't have any lesbian characters on television. Uh, lesbian YouTube was our only option. Mm -hmm. Anyway, she dates this YouTuber. They break up. They're still friends. Blah, 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 blah. Shannon starts dating this new girl named Becky. Becky is hot. That's important <laughs> to note. <laughs> very fletcher is stalking becky on instagram accidentally likes a photo of becky then she writes a song about it and the song is called becky's so hot and the lyrics are becky's so hot in your vintage t-shirt Ooh, she's the one i should hate but i want to know how she tastes so basically she writes this song being like becky's super hot i want to i want to fuck my ex's new girlfriend essentially then shannon and becky are like upset about that and they're like we didn't give permission for you to name drop Becky in this song. So then Becky and Shannon put out a line of t-shirts that are all vintage t-shirts with red Corvettes on it, which is part of the song. Um, and they all say Becky across them. And that's the cliff notes of the Becky So Hot drama for the listeners. The story has everything. Lesbian yes. drama, capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> not capitalism oh my god <laughs> yes okay so yeah that's the that's the tea fletcher bought a shirt yeah bought a shirt yes fletcher bought one of the shirts but shannon refunded her yeah okay. i remember that shirt. but she still got it she ended up still getting a shirt from some like a fan or something <laughs> are you ready to shop rakuten's big give week is back Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. 
So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, but we still okay. don't know if Fletcher and Becky cross paths. We don't in know. We're assuming no. we don't. We, yeah. So Zolita and Fletcher did the red carpet the same night. Mm. Yeah. And that was on Saturday, and that was the night that Fletcher was performing. So Fletcher was at Dinah all day Saturday, from our understanding, performed Saturday night, and then we don't see her at Dinah again. So I assume that she wouldn't be there, like, mingling and stuff after that would be too much, you know, lesbian hazard to be around that many fans. Then Zolita performs. Lesbian hazard. (laughs) people are that's our merch it's dangerous it's dangerous for fletcher to be roaming around dinosaur the lesbians will pounce yeah no not in the wild you can't do that it has to be contained so i mean during the concert this one dyke with a fucking cowboy hat climbs onto the the stage and then they pull her off the side during fletcher's concert yeah but she was dancing like in front of the speaker and it took a good like 10 15 seconds i don't know. i was getting nervous i was like somebody get this bitch down so they pull her down and then they're like yelling at her at the side of the stage like don't do that blah 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 but then they leave cowboy girl unattended and then I'm like, she's gonna rush Fletcher. I'm I'm just like anxious now for the rest of the you're show. Like, you're Wait. worried. I'm waiting. She's gonna like pull a lasso <laughs> no, out. I don't know. I what feel this. like Fletcher seems like no, 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 keeper. Let's see what happens. We we love it. Drama. We this works yeah. for us. <laughs> I, oh, there there was a moment during Becky so hot. Fletcher pulls up someone in the audience named Becky named Becky who's hot and basically like sings to her in a very like like thirsty on, way got on her knees and was like singing yeah, yeah, yeah. her badge like it was hot yeah wait how did she know that the girl's name was Becky was the girl like I'm Becky I think she was yelling this girl like, was like screaming yeah screaming I'm Becky I'm Becky because she, she just goes oh you're Becky Go, come on come on come stage, on stage. And, but then it lingered and yes. then I think everyone was like ooh we don't know how to end this because the girl's just like writhing like and Becky's dancing go. now yeah. Becky thinks it's about her so Becky yeah. will knock it off stage and then like as soon security. as the song ends security is there to like usher and Becky won't go because she wants to like hug Fletcher and say and Fletcher is being cool about it but then it was like multiple security guards coming out it was so awkward yeah. I can't even <laughs> oh my god that's so funny. You That's never so know funny. what's going to happen at the Dinah. So anyway, Zolita, who we interviewed on the, the red carpet, and we have to put that up because I had Okay, heard... let's talk about how Carolyn interviews on the red carpet. I had no idea this bitch would be so gotcha interviewing like gotcha journalism you were just like like, you're like tmz yes red carpet she's going up to like friends of uh becky and shannon's being like team fletcher or team like um or like to zolita what did you ask zolita who we did a little research like we think that zolita seems to be in the same friend group as shannon and becky and they were all hanging out yes yes and then we like look and we see well fletcher follows zolita but zolita doesn't follow fletcher and so then we like hit the red carpet and take it away carolyn and i ask (laughs) as an artist do you think that it's okay to write a song about your ex's new girlfriend and zolita 
doesn't like compute yeah it isn't making the connection because (laughs) it's like red carpet there's chaos there's literally you're literally tmc yes (laughs) there's a lot happening and then she's like yeah of course i think uh, as an artist we should i mean i need to look at the clip but it's like we should be able to write about whatever inspires and then you kind of see it hit (laughs) you see the click (laughs) and that's like the end of the interview uh (laughs) and then she walks away that's so funny she was so sweet lesbian reporter catches zolita on team fletcher is that is that what we need to do to make this go big on on tiktok like what on tiktok what are we doing wrong because we tried so yes i did ask fletcher what she would do if becky slid into her dms and fletcher got flustered and it was a very cute moment it was fun we were having fun uh, not according to the lesbians of brazil not the fletcher stands in central america I they mean, don't get the humor they hate us yeah <laughs> why would you ask fletcher that on tiktok you, you could she needs people to vet questions yeah like, why wasn't anybody vetting questions okay in my defense the song is I want to know how she tastes. Like the song is about yes, no. You're not in the wrong on that one. Right, right. That is no, no. These are stands. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. These are stands being insane. Or they came after you. But I will say, TikTok is the wild, wild west of the internet, and you never know what you're gonna get on there. So it's definitely not your fault. There's no, I'll say that. Oh no, our clip got no traction. Yeah. No traction. One like, and I took it down. I was like, no, we need to figure out how to do TikTok. What happened was someone lifted it from our Instagram and put it on Twitter, where it still got more traction. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, with TikTok, you gotta wait it out. You gotta like, you gotta get through the muddy days of just. Yeah, it was also the whole interview. We need to chop it up into smaller bites. Yeah, I get it fast. Yeah, anyway, yeah. I'll give you guys a TikTok yeah, yeah, yeah. lesson after. <laughs> great, great. We need it. Yeah, like, would you consider going to Dinosaur? Is that something that you've thought yes. about? Absolutely. Oh, my God. I would love to go to Dinosaur. Was this you guys' first time there? Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've never been, but I would love to go. It's never been something that's like, oh, like, I have to plan this thing. Like, I just always see it every year and I'm like, oh, it would be so cool to go to Dinosaur. But like, I would love to one day actually get my shit together and like plan an event. But also part of me is like, let me wait until I like need to go there for work or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you want to be, we all want to be paid to go. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be the, a TikTok influencer that's invited and paid to go. Let's and- hope. Yeah. They had one influencer there. I mean, they had a bunch of influencers there, but one specifically for social content was Brian Williamson. Oh, we also ran into on our last day there into Milo Miles, which is insane. Yeah. That was. Oh, yeah. They were that. I don't know. Yeah. I, Mila, love Mila all over the place. Never contract that no. person down. Do you know? I was, I was taking a selfie to send a friend by the pool and somebody photobombs it and i'm like who just jumped into my selfie and it's mila i'm like that's a classic mila entrance right that's a classic (laughs) our brooklyn friend who last we heard was living in mexico (laughs) right yeah i actually knew mila was in la because they facetimed me and then i was like hey i'm in la and they were like i'm in la (laughs) and we were like wow (laughs) 
So we hung out Me- for, for a second. Mila, not so famously, famously played Kit Porter in the L Word Christmas Carol script that I wrote. Amazing. <laughs> and did a great, Iconic. did a great dead Kit Porter. It was wonderful. Yes. Um, wow. Iconic. Iconic. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I feel like it would be so much fun to go, but yeah. Hopefully one day I'll, I'll get paid to be there. Yeah. That would be sick. Yeah. Because it's expensive, right? It's not too bad. Like the passes themselves aren't expensive if you get a pass for the whole weekend. It's just like if you don't live in L.A., it's a cross-country flight. Mm. You know, you're staying in Palm Springs, which like we stayed at an Airbnb just because the hotel was the host hotel was full when we booked. But definitely would recommend, like, I wish I was staying at the host hotel. When I do Girls in Wonderland, I like to stay across the street because, like, being on site feels too much. Yeah. But this is, like, you kind of want to be able to sneak back to your room and drink there and then rejoin the party. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That's the move. Word. Yeah. Well, what else do you guys do other than asking the hard-hitting questions on the red carpet? Yeah, holding lesbians accountable for <laughs> <laughs> holding lesbians accountable for their <laughs> for their bad deeds. We explored the the gay scene in Palm Springs. Yeah. We went to the gay bars, downtown chill bar. During the wink, it's very fun, but on the weekends, it's it's a lot of bachelorette. A lot of bachelorettes, yeah. A lot of bachelorettes. Yeah. Out of Palm Springs, bachelorettes. I mean, Ever got upset. We were there with Ever Maynard, who got drunk and just literally walked up to one and started screaming, why are you here? It's not for you. Like, (laughs) I had to pull them away. (laughs) Wait, tell me, explain to me, Dinosaur is just a place, right? And then that's where the event happens. It's a party. Or is Dinosaur the party? It's the party in Palm Springs. Yeah, the Dinah is the the party. So Dinosaur was a TV personality and then a golf player. Isn't she a golfer? Yeah, she loved golf, but she started out as a TV personality. Then there was the Dinosaur Classic Golf Tournament, which brought a lot of gay yeah lesbians to come and watch and then they would party after the games and then mariah who started it saw an opportunity and organized like a formal party which became known as the dinah so yeah the dinah it's like a series of like pool parties and night parties and concerts cool yeah and fact check me on this isn't dinah shore like famously like was kind of homophobic isn't that the thing? Not, she's not gay. She's definitely she's not, not gay. gay. She's not gay, and they didn't appreciate uh, that lesbians were calling it the Dinosaur Weekend, and then everybody just thought she was gay. I think it was more the family at that point that didn't love that, because I think she was probably dead when it took off. I see. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. She was dead. Yeah. Okay, so Dinah is not homophobic her family's homophobic i don't allegedly <laughs> allegedly don't allegedly. quote me on this you heard it here first <laughs> you heard it here first on diking out no <laughs> yeah as we turn into perez hilton it's everything we gotta remember <laughs> allegedly yes allegedly yeah absolutely don't want to get sued by dinah shore's estate no now, I don't know if this is uh, anything to talk about, but you allegedly have been told that you looked like lesbian serial killer Eileen Marnos. That is true. You have? I have. I have. Back <laughs> back when I had bleach blonde hair, that was... I was like, why is Eileen on the dock, Carolyn? Okay. <laughs> what does this have to do with... 
I was wondering if anybody watched Dahmer on Netflix because I didn't know that he was gay. What? Wait, he's gay? Yeah. I haven't watched Dahmer yet. Okay. You guys, he's gay. Wait. I don't know if if he's actually gay or, or if he was just like seducing men. To mar- I didn't know this whole part of the Jeffrey Dahmer thing was oh, that yeah. he was like going to gay bars, picking up men and then uh, killing them. But like, yeah, I, I just watched the first episode. I knew he killed men. I just didn't realize he was like doing it in a like sexual yeah, way. But I guess now that I think about it, I'm like, duh. <laughs> I still need to watch the show, but... There's a lot of controversy around it. Yeah. What's the controversy around it? Well, one, it's Ryan Murphy. So people are like, why? But also the families didn't give consent. And so everybody's Mm. like, why do you keep dragging this up? And every time you make something about it on TV, all of their trauma resurfaces and like, I've only seen the first episode, but, and, and this is very inside baseball, but the way that Evan Peters plays Jeffrey Dahmer it is a spot-on imitation of Joe Para, comedian Joe Para. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and I don't know if I can That's keep watching because I think he's ruining Joe Para for me. Yeah. Oh shit. That's so funny. That's such a neat reference that no one is gonna get on this podcast. There are <laughs> articles about it though. There are articles about, about it. how he's like Joe Para. Yeah, he's been interviewed, and Joe Para is like, yes, people have been telling me, and I, no, I've never murdered anyone, and yes, this is unsettling. <laughs> wow, that's fascinating. Yeah. Okay, well now I have to watch. My girlfriend started watching it without me, and I was sort of like, what? Every time she watches anything without me, which is everything that she watches. Yeah, that's fucked up. (laughs) I'm like, how (laughs) dare you watch a TV show without me? Like, it's honestly, it's so fucked up. Thank you, Melody, for saying that. (laughs) Like, nothing I even want to watch, but if it's a new show she's watching, I'm like, I could want to. Yeah, you didn't even, you didn't even chat check in my girlfriend's gonna kill me I, I i really just brought this up to let you know kendall that you're not alone in being a comedian who gets compared to a serial killer wow okay next time i see joe para i'm gonna have to run up to him and be like we're the same <laughs> but we as a community are panning this show right i've been so out of the loop while i've been out here yes so netflix had to remove the lgbtq tag on it because that was a surprising thing too when i saw that it was tagged on netflix lgbtq yeah, it's not like a gay show yeah it's not something <laughs> that it's like oh i'm gay so i'm gonna want to watch this oh they were like yeah this is a gay show yeah that's so funny well i guess it is ryan murphy but re- representation does matter, and gay people are murderers, too. And gay people get murdered. Exactly, and murder is gay. This is what I say every time I come on Diking Out. I don't know how many times I have to say it. Murder is gay. Thank yes. you. So glad you're back. Um, yeah, not afraid to say it. We haven't talked about how gay murder is in a second, so mm-hmm. this is overdue. It's been a minute. I had to come back on Diking Out and just clarify it for everyone, make sure they know. People still will message me being like, or I, I think I got tagged in something on TikTok, and they were like, at Kendall Payne, murder is gay because of what I said on Diking Whoa. Out. That murder is gay. <laughs> So it lives on. Yes. And now I'm back. I'm back, baby, and better than ever. <laughs> I had to bring up murder. I had to work it in. Had and yeah, luckily, I saw Dahmer last night. 
when you were on the set of the L word, I know you can't talk about it, but like, did you witness or see anything that like blew your mind or like, did you learn anything that was like, <gasps> that we should be excited about? You don't have to say what it was, but like, I mean, not, I'm, I wish I could give you a juicy answer, but like, honestly, not really. I was on set for two days and they filmed like probably two minutes of the show within great, great. two okay. days. <laughs> so I don't know that much about the episodes, but I mean, Fletcher's going to be on it. So we should be excited about that. That's right. public information. Can you say if Fletcher is Fletcher playing Fletcher? I don't think I can say. Okay. okay. Because okay. I don't think that's out. Okay. I know Fletcher. I asked, I asked her, she wouldn't say. She wouldn't say. She wouldn't say anything. Wow. She see, look at Carolyn trying to get a gotcha moment. It here. is uncomfortable. Again, she can't be stopped. She can't be stopped. I honestly <laughs> held myself back. I told Melody some of the some of the things that <laughs> that I told you hit the cutting room floor. No, no. Yeah. In terms of like the questions I was going to ask on the red carpet, I'm like, oh, oh you're lucky. It could have oh. been worse. Yeah, could have been yeah. way worse. I mean, they already had us doing the red carpet outside in the desert heat under all these lights. But like, I was sweating truly from Carolyn teetering on <laughs> <laughs> these questions, towing the line. That's so funny. Like, I did make enemies with a Jeopardy champion. Oh my god, that I will never forgive you for. Wait, on the red carpet? Yes. Hold on. There's a lesbian. Yeah, a Amy Schneider is a trans lesbian who is the second most winningest Jeopardy contestant. And we all knew how excited I was to meet her. We talked about it on this very <laughs> podcast. I should have taken you aside and be like, don't fuck this up because <laughs> just at least hold back for one of these people. Amy's whole <laughs> vibe is being sweet. That's her brand. Like she's she is a reigning Jeopardy champion. Like, I don't know what you're trying to, why are you trying to stir up with Amy, Carolyn? What did you do, Carolyn? Hold on, okay, okay, wait, wait. Hey, I want to hear, I want to hear what Melody says. <laughs> Melody, what did Carolyn say? Carolyn, at first, Carolyn goes, um, first question, Amy, what is the best, like, lesbian podcast? And she has no idea who we are. And she looks at our microphone, looking, <laughs> scanning us head to toe for any kind of branding. And then you just pull out a card. You take a second to fumble through a bag and pick up a card and hand it to her and she's like oh diking out no no but i made her answer in the form of a question oh in the form of a, what is diking out and it's like oh, you know no. that was exactly what was happening in her mind but yes she quote unquote answered in the form of a question and then um, what is diking out? okay that's funny that's funny what else you another question i remember um the did you rolling. ever roll your eyes at any contestants and she's like being a good sport she's like yeah of course at, at their fun fact at their fun fact specifically because there are some bad ones there are some it's facts always that aren't a little fun. cringy yeah these aren't media trained people and clearly neither is carol and then <laughs> you were like who is your least favorite contestant that's the one and she just like looks at us like how it was a little how dare you and then she goes i mean that's not really my brand <laughs> yeah she's like i'm not gonna answer that i'm not answering that that's not my brand and then she's like, I was wow. okay, thank you. And like left us. And you know, she wow. ripped up that card immediately. I was so excited to meet her. You'll never have famous lesbian Jeopardy winner no. on, on Diking Out. Never. How does it feel? 
Sounds, it, it sounds like Melody is devastated. I watched her sounds- every night. <laughs> I was obsessed. Are you a big Are you a big Jeopardy fan, Melody? Yeah, I love Jeopardy. I don't watch it religiously, but once I start to hear about someone getting traction on like on a streak, then I'll definitely start tuning in. Oh wow! Okay, so you were Recording like a big it. fan of her specifically. Yes, she's a genius. <sighs> I'm so sorry. Wow. Yeah, thanks a well, lot. Well, maybe Carol. she'll hear this. Maybe she got the card. She's gonna listen to the yeah. app. She's gonna be like, she's gonna tape it back Melody's together. Obviously, a huge fan of mine. She's gonna tape it back together. She's gonna come on the pod, and, re- and Carolyn will redeem herself and continue to ask the hard hitting questions. I'm gonna ask Carolyn to set that one out. I think. Uh- <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a solo interview. Yeah. It's a, we're like, Carolyn's not coming to this one. Um, <laughs> Carolyn's sick. I poisoned her. <laughs> <laughs> Who else did you alienate on the dinosaur uh, strip? Who didn't we? I mean, the Tampa Bays were there. Yeah. We love the Tampa Bays. Did you Bays. watch the Tampa Bays? Absolutely. I ate that shit up. Okay. I ate it for... Lunch, okay, dinner. what are your takes? <laughs> oh, it was just a ball. Who do you like? Who do you hate? I mean, I'm just kind of here for the drama personally. So like that for me, it was just like, I get that like Haley and what's her partner? Murphy. Name? Brianna Murphy. Murphy. Haley and Murphy suck, but also so much drama. Like I love, I love the drama. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then Marie. Marissa and what's her name? Summer. Marissa and Summer are like boring, but they're like good people, I guess. That's mm-hmm. sort of my take. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I wish we could get a season two. I'm mad. It was kind of unfair. They it was COVID, and there couldn't be that much drama. They couldn't do much. I don't honestly. Think, I don't trust to make a case for. Yeah, I don't trust Amazon Prime because they have yet to renew a league of their own. So of course, like I mean, I think I still think they will. I still think they will. But they're going. To. They haven't announced it yet, and that's crazy. But yeah, yeah, that is wild. You know, for Tampa Bay, like a lot of them are trying to work on their own projects now. I did make it clear to Melody that I. Am um, in defense of Murphy and Haley. Oh, Carolyn loves oh, them. Wow. It's the Jenny Schechter lover in me that I think there there's wow. more to them that than meets the eye. I'll say Haley was lovely. I'll say that. I, I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> I actually think. Period. Okay. What? What was that? <laughs> I think Murphy is really funny, and the humor doesn't come out enough on the show but Murphy has has a good sense of humor for me Murphy is like somebody who has like obviously like defense mechanism on like high high level defense and like so all that shit where she was like I don't want to marry whatever like it was all it all seemed like a front to me mm-hmm. like do you know what I mean it was like that tough guy yeah. sort of front I could tell that in person too I feel like she's probably pretty cool to hang yeah, out yeah she just wouldn't let yeah. her guard down um, I don't think like she didn't look at me in the eye once we were in a few conversations um, yeah she- <laughs> not to psychoanalyze her but I feel like it's like that tough guy yeah. thing you know yeah I will say Carol and I were talking passionately about something and like our hands, we had our hands up in the air a lot. And I think it did look like we were having a massive fight. Um, and she did approach us and was like, what's going on here? She's like, I could tell emotions are running high. What's going on, ladies? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like almost like she was coming to Carolyn's defense and being like, 
because again, wouldn't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But then we were talking about cats and dogs. So it and then, all... <laughs> then she just, no, that's the one time she looked at me. You have a cat? hate cats <laughs> she hates cats yeah. no that is she's so funny, funny. She's, yeah. it's oh funny my God. it's funny i think it's that's very funny. funny they'll have another show that's really funny that she was like coming to get she was like what's going on here i'm gonna get in here yeah Wow. Yeah, no, we were just like venting about stuff to each other and then we we're both just like just it was like a big a exhale of, hands. of yeah, things that have been stressing us out and then she, she picked that, that up and came right was, over so bizarre. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, no, you loved it and you turned to me and you're like, oh, "I think she really likes me." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> good times wow yeah she likes my wife a lot so you know everybody likes your wife yeah. your wife is the best thank you who doesn't like your wife yeah is there anybody? does she have any beef any beefs yeah any enemies yeah she has enemies and they all work in the airport in naples italy um oh, everybody shit. who works yeah italians <laughs> her beef is with italians right now wow what happened in italy it was just like a flight canceled and then they were not helpful at all. And then they like led her into, you know, when you exit the point of no return in an airport and mm. she didn't realize that they were taking her out there. And like before they would answer her question, they're like, you have to come get your bag. And she's like, but I can go back because my wife is at the gate still. And they're like, yeah. And our phones weren't working, so we got separated, and, like, it just was a big nightmare, and she thought that I was going to be, like, trapped in the airport, and that we would have no way of communicating, and... Oh, that is terrible. They were very, very mean to her, and when she finally came back, she was, like, sobbing, and if anybody makes my wife cry, they are my enemy. Only I can do that. (laughs) (laughs) That was such a toxic man thing to say. Um, <laughs> lesbians can be toxic men. No, I make her cry tears of joy. That's Yeah, oh, we don't right. like when you ask, okay, like, okay. who's the man? But if you're like, who's the toxic man? It's like, oh, and then you, you know exactly oh, who that is. it's me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so traumatizing. <laughs> Poor Sessie. Oh, That's no. really sad. Yeah. Airports aren't a fun place to be ever. <laughs> Switching gears. Any lesbian hot takes for us? What's going on right now? What's your read on the community? The community? Yeah, what's the going drama? On? I feel like the drama is bringing us all together as a community, and I'm loving it. I feel like... Yeah, I don't know. I think all the switching around of partners, it's just classic lesbian culture at its finest. Do you know what I mean? It's like we've all broken up with a partner and then two weeks later got together with somebody else who just broke up with their partner and then their partner got together with somebody else. Like that's lesbian culture. Yes, drag JoJo and Avery. Yeah, Avery. (laughs) I mean... But we're just watching now with pop. It's entertainment. Um, it's entertainment. It's great. Like we don't have that many TV shows. Like A League of Their Own and The L Word are like basically right now are only like lesbian forward centric right. TV shows. So we turn like, to TikTok. This is our drama. <laughs> this is our this is our world. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm loving it's it. It's fun. It's like a scavenger hunt too, like looking for it's little eggs. So much fun. Like remember when people were scrolling deep into like Becky's Instagram, like, oh, that's the shirt. That's the shirt with the Corvette the on shirt. it. <laughs> so it is her. Exactly. <laughs> it's literally so much fun. It's like an in- immersive, interactive TV show. Yeah. And the people, the characters are all like in on it and like commenting on it and like playing into it and like people are like spilling tea to kales like it's all it's like it's crazy it's like immersive and they're profiting off of it we're giving them the clicks and views and likes and hello their creator fund is blowing up and everybody wins everybody wins now there's somebody who's sitting (laughs) on the outside of all of this drama who normally likes attention from queer women and they're not getting it right now. Are we afraid that Taylor Swift is going to come out on her next album just to put the focus (laughs) back on her? Are we afraid? Shannon's so hot. (laughs) (laughs) Shannon's so hot. Oh my God. Taylor's next album. (laughs) That would be so iconic. Um, I'm terrified. Me, I'm terrified that Taylor Swift will come out. I used to make a joke, and I'm going to get canceled for this. I Let's go. <laughs> I've been canceled before, and I'll I'll be canceled again. Remember, this is Kendall and not diking out. Uh, diking out <laughs> takes no responsibility for what Kendall's going to say. not take it out on our reviews. Please don't take it out on Every our reviews. Every time we bring up Taylor Swift. We take a no, hit. No, I actually, can I just say, I actually love Taylor Swift. Like, I love her music. She puts out bop after bop. She's an incredible artist. Yeah. But if Taylor Swift comes out as gay, being gay is over. <laughs> oh, that's just facts. That's just yeah. facts. <laughs> it's done. Yeah. We still have so much to do. We yeah. have so much to do. We need her to like She's just wait. wait a little bit longer. Yeah. Like just a little bit longer. We can't be that mainstream. Like we're not ready. As a community, I don't think we're ready. Yeah. Do you guys? I mean, do you really like I don't know if we're ready. No, that that would be too mainstream. We can't even handle I mean, JoJo Siwa, we can't even handle that. We're we're all shitting the bed. We couldn't handle the Betty song. One song. One, One song. One vague song we couldn't handle from <laughs> it's Taylor. It's like, it's, we can't. We're not ready. Yeah. That's... We as a community need some more time to process. <laughs> we do like to ask our guests now towards the end a question that is, what are we not diking out about enough? And that could be a show person trend stereotype. So what you're saying is, your answer is, is not Taylor Swift. We're kind of good it's on that. It's not Taylor Swift. Yeah. yeah. What is I it? don't think we, I think we're all diking out too much for Taylor Swift. Right, right. We gotta agree. let her have her own. Mm-hmm. We've gotta let her have her own process. Yeah, I agree, agree. That's such a good question. Damn, I wish I had thought about it before. Okay, we as a community are not diking out hard enough on dogs. Are you kidding? We're sleeping on dogs. What? There's too many lesbian cat owners. All my friends own cats. I'm bored. My dog is freaking cute. She's amazing. She's better than all your cats. Sorry. She is. It's true. Reggie is better than all your cats. Shut up, Carolyn. You've met Josie. Yeah, I've met Josie. Reggie's better. She's better. She's better than all of your cats. She's the cutest freaking baby, sweet baby angel in the whole world. I feel like there's a good representation of dog 
dykes. Dog dog dykes. I feel like not as as hard as cat dykes. As, as cats. It's not as associated. Yeah. Yes. As a stereotype. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like we are known for our cats, but I think we should start being known for our dogs. Mm-hmm. Should be like a dyke takeover. What of a dog park? How do we start? How do we that? start? I actually am building up a dyke community in my local dog park. So <laughs> I'm working on it. It's sort of a grassroots operation. Yes. Every time I go to the dog park, I'm like lesbian, lesbian. I'm yeah. like, literally, I will sit next to my girlfriend and be like, okay, I think that that girl is a lesbian. It's so bad. <laughs> I feel like it'd be a great place to meet people, like whatever your orientation. I did walk past one in Prospect Heights where like, this girl was done up. It's like, it, you know, she didn't come off of work. Like she looked like she got, it was like beat to the guts, her face, like her outfit. She looked amazing. She was in a dress to go to the dog park. And then I saw there were all their attractive people there. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's a good hack. Does everyone yeah. know this? Is this a thing that you just kind of go there to scope out? No, I've never looked good at the dog park. I've <laughs> never once looked good. The fact that she looks hot at the dog park is very impressive. Extremely to me because hot. me at the dog park is it's a little suspicious. Not a sight you want to see. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of odd, but um, I'm sure people do. Yeah, but not in my in at my dog park. We're all slobs, and we all agree to that as a as a group. Should we be using our dogs to signal? Like, should we agree as a community that all of our dog collars are a certain color or something or a shape on the dog tag? Right. It's like a. It's like the clip or whatever. Yeah. What was the thing? back in the day lavender or something yeah lavender we've done handkerchiefs we've done i mean those are more gay guy specific but yeah i think put those dogs to work yeah we need a lesbian sign yeah yeah i will say i did a pretty dykey show here in la last night and there were a few dogs yeah and these dykes are using their dogs like um there was one in particular that ever like kept trying to pet and then it would like turn away from ever and like turn its whole body and the owner was like laughing and ever's like this dog hates me and just made it a bit and then who does ever have a dm from not two hours after Uh the show and it's like yeah you can't do that with cats it's true so i guess if you're a single dyke especially maybe opt for a dog single dyke with a dog it's like the new dad with kid it's like dyke with dog yes yes dyke with dog it's it's the new pickup line i love it you send you know like single dads send their kid to go hit on a girlfriend Mm -hmm. i'm sending my dog i mean i saw it happening (laughs) successfully last night that's awesome yeah that's awesome did ever was this a successful match do we think i think is it happily ever after ever still hasn't responded this girl is private (laughs) so ever doesn't know what to do taught or not yeah okay that is a thing though when people slide into your dms and they're on private and you're like i'm not gonna answer this i don't know if you're a serial killer you're on private right right yeah if you want me to respond to your dms (laughs) go off private yeah (laughs) (laughs) following everyone to be all private are your dms open then or what's up are my dms open in what sense in the sexy sense 
Oh, my DMs are my DMs are slight. We're I'm in a relationship, but we're monogamish. I would say. Mish, mish. Yeah, because I saw your TikTok about the way you guys came to be. The way we came to be. Yes, yes. Uh, that is a fun story. Yes, <laughs> I did. I can say it publicly. I've gotten consent from both parties. Amazing. The way that me and my girlfriend. Well, me and my girlfriend met. We were very good friends. We met four years ago. We've been friends for like four years. And when we first met, she had a girlfriend and then she broke up with her girlfriend, but I was with, I was with a partner at the time uh, when they broke up. And then me and my ex did have a threesome with my current girlfriend, Yes, who, (laughs) who in my defense, my ex dumped me. Okay. (laughs) Just to sort of clear the air there. I was dumped. And then I did start dating my good friend who I had had one to two threesomes I would say two threesomes with uh, my ex (laughs) that is that's our lesbian love story but yes I have a girlfriend we are we are pretty exclusive but we have had like group sexual experiences and like plan to continue that in the future so okay hashtag looking for a third do you guys do this with Jess Henderson or what's up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god i cannot speak on that because jess henderson will kill me you cannot speak on that you guys said it on stage you said <laughs> it on stage yes not on a recorded podcast no no I wasn't no no gonna no. bring it up okay all right no i said it on stage about me and my friend group jess wasn't there for the first orange i don't know <laughs> what show i'm me. thinking of i just remember Jess being like this is exactly why you got kicked out of the orgy kendall <laughs> That was Love's a Pitch. Oh, yeah. That was on, I forgot. That was on Carolyn's show. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> so funny. I did get, I did famously get kicked out of a uh, group sex experience with Jessica Henderson. <laughs> and she's going to absolutely murder me for saying this. Let's not yeah. tell her. There's no way she'll No, leave. no. We'll see if it <laughs> floats her way. <laughs> Everybody be cool, all right? Nobody tell her. <laughs> nobody tag be Don't do cool it. please be cool <laughs> and we'll we'll just have to see how cool you end up being yeah we'll see so, how this so plays true. out yeah let's see this is fun so true kendall anything else that you're working on that you want to plug you've got your show at union hall every month making films what's up monthly show at union hall called slumber party the next one's october but yeah it's monthly you can follow me on instagram at kendall x pain for like updates on the monthly show um yeah and then i'm working on a few films my short film fuck nice guys was finally released this year and that's on vimeo yes that's about it for plugging and you can check out my big ny times debut yes we'll link to it in the show notes <laughs> along with yeah. your tiktok yes along with my tiktok not just the tiktok we'll do the handle there's a lot to explore there yeah multi-parts there's so much yeah. there's a whole series mm-hmm. four-part series um i'm sure there will be more to come yes what what's the future like what where does this go 
this has legs, right? I don't know. I mean, like, I think it's just like anytime I just keep like every time I think the series is over, like something new happens. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like we're just going to see where it goes and see what drama unfolds in the coming months. I mean, it, it just can't be over. Well, just know no. I'm I'm out there on red carpets trying to stir up that drama for you to go viral on TikTok. You are. I'm trying my best. You are, and I respect you for that. Yes. <laughs> we all lesbians supporting lesbians. We're out here. This is a community this is a community effort. Yes. Yeah. So drop the chaotic bisexual stereotype. It's the lesbians. Of chaos. It's the lesbians. We were projecting the whole time. We are mm-hmm. absolute chaos yeah and listeners if you want to stir up any drama for me you know just let me know <laughs> happy to sort of boots on the ground just go crazy i think we should just go crazy as a community yeah. doc martin's on the ground let's go <laughs> doc martin's on the ground dykes out there <laughs> thanks so much kendall thank you kendall yeah thank you guys i love to be on the pod so glad to be back love it hashtag murder is gay murder is gay and you can follow us at dyking out on social media help us out on tiktok we're trying we'll be posting reels from dinah shore and other fun content so please keep uh, following liking commenting engaging you can also follow me at TGI Carolyn. And if you're watching League of Their Own at League of Their Own Pod, you can follow me at Melody Kamali everywhere Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Venmo. See you there. Beautiful. Thank you so much for diking out with us. See you next Tuesday. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.